as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Light as a feather, stiff as a board. Truth or dare? Okay, I dare you to say Bloody Mary three times. So you wanted to shout out a video that we haven't watched yet. But Una's Honest one? Yeah. Oh, yes. The one they posted today. Oh, yes. So, Tell us, um, what's Well, now I can't remember the title, but it's it's a spooky one. It is. I think, Emma, you have it like right there. I do. What's do. it called? What's it called? Una's Honest. Uh, the Scariest True Stories on the Internet. Yes. Love it. Okay. I love it. So it's it's them reading spooky stories in their beautiful voices. <laughs> uh, oh, I'm excited! Swoon. I'm gonna, swoon. I'm gonna listen to it as soon as we're it's, done. Here. It's like spooky. It's swoony. It's everything you could want. Mm-hmm. Everything a, a gal or guy could want. Exactly. <laughs> of the exactly. spooky persuasion. Um, but at the well, I'm not going to spoil the end. I can't do that. I can't do that. No, no, no. Because we got to see. We got to see. I want to watch it. Yeah. Watch it. Watch. It, definitely, it definitely gave me some like spooky slumber party vibes. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, oh my God, what if someday we had like a crossover? Like, ah, oh my, like, God, my I would brain die. would explode. Oh my God. This is kind of like a one of two ways. Either they do a crossover with us or we have to accuse yeah. them of ripping off spooky slumber party. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> That might be called um, extortion, but I'm willing to do it. I'm willing to do it to to hang out with Mark and Ethan for the brand. We know we know they've got some spooky leanings. He does scary games all the time, yeah. like Marky, Marky, like Marky, Marky Mark. Um, Marky Mark. Yeah, in his uh, in the video game video he posted today, the Siren Head one. Um, he was like, "How have I not heard about this? I literally play scary games for a living." Gosh, <laughs> like just. Music to my ears. I know, right? I was like, that's the dream. <laughs> that's the dream. <laughs> Just spooky, spooky. Spooky shit. All oh, the time. okay. That's really exciting. I can't wait to watch it. Yeah. We did all watch um, Shane Glossons. We mills. sure did. We did. We did. I love how he prefaced it with, like, this is all so stupid. <laughs> But it was actually, <laughs> but it was actually so good. It was he good. It was interesting. He totally yeah. was. But I was also like, water. Is that what we're doing? But then it ended up being like, oh my god, Dasani. Oh, oh my god. god. <laughs> so uh, for those who haven't seen it yet, go to Shane Glasson's channel, watch the video about conspiracies, uh, in which he covers a conspiracy that has been bothering me. Uh, and and some of my family for some years now. It is the 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 cult of Dasani. The cult of Dasani. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think we can all degree. We can degree. We can agree that it is disgusting. It's terrible water. I haven't the worst. had it in so long that it's like I just have to trust what y'all are saying. Oh, it's and gross. The worst part is that you cannot escape it. <laughs> if you go to you go to like a theme park, Disneyland. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I said every, anywhere that sells Coke. Anywhere that sells Coke yep. products, they're going to have Dasani. So it's like you're basically you're stuck with it. Yeah, bring your own 
reusable water bottle yep. because single use yep. plastics. Get rid of that noise. Yeah, we already um, like that. And then, you know, just find a water fountain. Don't it's essentially it's <laughs> essentially just bottled tap water. And then they put salt has, in it. And then they add they salt, salt it up. And then what else? The thing that the sedative <laughs> for, yeah, for when, the for when they, they use give in... you lethal injection. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, no, 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 my dude. Yeah. yeah. No. It is not a wa- it is not a good water. And of course it's like, you know, they can't lie about the contents, so it's just right there on the bottle. Salt. 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 <laughs> um, and then they also talked about champion, which is something we've talked about, not on the show necessarily, but we've talked about champion. Mm-hmm. 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 And how Crazy. You, you can get it at Payless, you can get it at Walmart, mm-hmm. and then you can also get it at Urban Outfitters and Neiman Marcus. Yeah. Right. And it's For, all literally well, Payless the same is, stuff. Payless is gone. Payless is gone now, Payless right? is gone? It's back. What? Yeah, it is technically back, but they majorly have scaled down how many stores they're doing. Okay. Oh. Um, so I don't know if they've officially, I think the virus has put it a little bit behind schedule, but they're officially relaunching some stores. Oh, good for Payless. Yeah, and I feel think like they're I, online yeah. too. Yeah, I feel like brands do this though, and kind of like what it's—it's it's exactly what he was saying in the video. It's their—you know—they're cashing in on nostalgia. It's the nostalgia factor, which I'm—I mean, I can totally get behind that. Yeah, it's like yeah, I get it too. It's just—it's really funny because it is so literally the same product, like, mm-hmm. but such price discrepancies. Yeah. And there's yeah. a guy that like, um, he kind of like puts this guy's video in his video. The mm-hmm. gentleman who's like, you know, I used to get like beaten up. I used to get like made fun of for my. I, and was, I was embarrassed like, to wear Champion. <laughs> beat you and like I was so poor. That's like you know what I had was Champion stuff. Mm-hmm. And so I guess it's a little nostalgic for me. But yeah. at the same time, it's also kind of painful mm-hmm. <laughs> like, kind yep. of like yeah i remember being in high school and like all the girls on the basketball team wearing like nike and under armor and everything and i'm like standing there with all my champion stuff and i would just be like <laughs> it's like it's so dumb like it was affordable and it worked exactly the same it's all made in the same horrid factories for god's yep. sake oh gosh yeah. Let's not open up that wound. So here's the question. What's going to be next after Champion? Which brand is going to take over? Lisa Frank. (laughs) I'm totally fine with that. They already done. Already did it. Yeah. They They already already came back. Yeah. She's got a small presence that I wish was mightier. Um, but she's not gone. I follow Uh, her on Instagram. Gone, but not forgotten. Exactly. I follow her on Instagram. Uh, Sorry. Excuse me. Uh, Delia's made made a little comeback. Yes, with they dolls did. killed. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they, I did. And it is good. I like it. A lot, <laughs> and I wish I could afford that. it. <laughs> I mean, I think they should just do a full on just relaunch uh, and like recreate an entire catalog. Oh, yes. Bring back all the clothes because it's cute. That was another cute. one I flipped through with my friends every time somebody got one. Never bought oh. anything, but mm-hmm. oh, I was I was all about it. My mom would get on that get on the horn and dial up the Delias and That's I'd be so like, funny. "Get this one. This size. This color. <laughs> this That's color the one I want. <laughs> get it in green." <laughs> oh, so cute. Good times. Okay. Well, we can just have a resurgence of those brands, and uh, we'll be happy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thanks, everybody. So got to be something like, but see, Delia's was always cool. It's like it's got to be something really cheapy that like no one cares about right now. Like, um, how about Mervins? <laughs> <laughs> go there, you go. Oh, 
or like I don't know, like oh man, yeah, or like Arizona jeans, Arizona, or you know, yeah. like damn something, something like that. Like make a comeback, white stag, Arizona, <laughs> Mervins. I want the Mervs. I want the Mervs. I'm getting on my Mervs right now. Oh my god, I love it. I love it. Um, oh. so funny. Shane Glosson, everybody. Did you guys see that Jeffrey adopted two new puppies? Oh, they're so cute. Uh, they're little palmy, so cute. palmy babies. Little babies. I'm jealous. Matrix and dessert. <laughs> oh my god, so funny. Those are great yeah. names. Yeah. Oh, fantastic. Uh, he said he's got his like his next twenty dogs planned. Oh my god, that's so funny. I kind of do that too. Plan out my pet <laughs> names. Oh yeah. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. You gotta. You gotta. So I was gonna tell you guys a scary story tonight. That's Yay! Right. And I'm beating around the spooky bush, but let's just like dive right in. <laughs> <laughs> dive into that spooky bush. Yes, please. Um. Ooh. So Ooh. this is. <laughs> I'm basically. I'm gonna kind of basically retell this to you, and you okay. guys can chime in at any time and add color commentary, <laughs> and we'll go through this. So, okay, and I have no idea what this is about. This is and Emma, all... you, you are familiar with this. Surprise. I am vaguely familiar. Okay, uh, okay, I don't know all the details, especially your pages, your pages of details over there. <laughs> I am the lit She's witch, after all. I'm so excited. So, um, I comprised this report based on a <laughs> lot of different sources. So, um. It's not plagiarism because <laughs> I took it from a lot of things. And um, it's it's weird because it's one of those incidents that, well, we don't really know what happened. So that's kind of the idea, Kelly, is this is something that happened to a group of people back in 1959. And it is unsolved, but many people lean supernatural. Okay. As as it's like, very exciting. It's very skeptical. Exciting. Sally's putting her hat on. She's <laughs> yeah. well, ready to take this in. And it's it's like I said. It's like you could look at different you know websites, different articles, whatever. And some people will tell you it was you know it was this that happened, and another one will say, well, it was this that happened. So if yeah. there's details that you're like, wait, was that the way it was? It's like, well, that was whatever source that was looking at at that time. I'm not saying it was aliens, but it was aliens. <laughs> <laughs> That's a theory. Just a theory. Um, so that's kind of kind of the vibe is there's just this story has been going on since 1959. And so there's been so much written about it. You're going to find differing stuff. All right. Okay. The, and I also constantly mispronounce diet love. So if I say it wrong, just ignore it. Just it's fine. Okay. I honestly didn't know I, that that's how it was pronounced. So thank you. I don't even know what what word you just spoke. <laughs> what what love? I heard diet laws. <laughs> love. Diet love. D y a l t. No, D y a t l o v. It's Russian. Got it. Okay. One word done. Okay. Okay. Day Russian love. accent. <laughs> yeah, it's really. It's really <laughs> it's it was like Black Widow was in the room. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. The diet love pass incident so i say I, oh my gosh sandra from the past even wrote like a little disclaimer for sandra of the future oh one of my favorite you. subjects though i am no expert i used a variety of different sources and articles to cobble this together there are some conflicting details depending on your sources thank you litwitch from the past <laughs> all right february 1959 russia russia 
That's the end. No. <laughs> Eight men. The it's like the Golden Girls. Imagine it. Sicily. Oh, picture it. Sicily. Yeah, 1920. Yep. 20. My bad. Yep. That's okay. I watch a lot of Golden Girls. <laughs> I stand those ladies. Um, Eight men and two women, all experienced hikers, skiers, and outdoors people, college students. Uh, they're all college students. Sorry, I'm going to have to... <laughs> Like some of this is shorthand. Set off on a skiing expedition. They were led by Igor Dyatlov. Is this his pass, or was it yeah, named after is, him? It's named for him now. Aha, they okay. were what is referred to at that time as grade two hikers with skiing tour experience. <laughs> Sorry. Oh, jeez. It's okay. I'll repeat it. They are what's called grade two hikers with skiing tour experience. <laughs> Sorry. What are you laughing at? I'm just being a goof. I'm just being a goof. That's the ding you get when you get to grade two. You get a little bell. <laughs> That's what she get. Yeah, they just gather yeah. everybody around, and like you have to pass like yeah. all this endurance and first aid, and they're just like ding. Congratulations. <laughs> um, grade two achieved. <laughs> it's reported that after they got through this trip, they were all going to be able to like graduate to level three. So these are not people that don't know what they're doing is basically what I'm trying to tell you here. They are very knowledgeable and capable about being outside, skiing, hiking. They're avid outdoors people. One guy, Yuri Yudin, was having knee and joint pain and stayed behind. So nine would go on and nine would die dun 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 (laughs) (laughs) so diaries and cameras were found at their last campsite giving us this timeline and this information so they're out there and they're going on this little expedition weather turned bad and they got off track and had to correct course strangely they set up base camp on a slope instead of downhill in a wooded area that's the first weird thing, because you don't want to be on a slope. You want to be protected from the weather. Um, and some people have said, like, maybe they wanted to practice slope camping to make themselves better outdoors people because it's more difficult. But it's like, OK, that's the first weird thing. Why wouldn't yeah. they just go downhill to the wooded area? They never checked in with their sports club on the predetermined date, which was going to be the 12th. That wasn't too unusual because um, this is 1959. So, you know, it was kind of like a prediction of when they would get to be able to check in. Mm -hmm. But, you know, it's like they had a cell phone or, you know, any or a satellite. How would they check in? They had to get to um, like basically the next hop spot would be somewhere with a radio with a phone with something got yeah. it okay so they could check a back. Ham radio yeah. of sorts. exactly so they could check in with their sports club so <laughs> so that was unusual but the days passed and their friends and family started to get worried and they're like okay it's actually been too long since they've checked in so they formed rescue groups and then the, the military became involved too after a few days so that was You know, they're supposed to check in on the 12th. Finally, on February 26th, rescuers came across, came across, rescuers came across the eerie and confounding scene that was the group's campsite. Their badly damaged tent was torn in half, ripped down and covered in snow. The tent had been cut open from the inside. All of this. How can they tell that? I think it's because it has layers. 
And you know you can tell the way cuts are made. Okay. All right. If you if you know what you're looking for. I'm just thinking of a tent like like of a tent that I would have and I'm like it's just so <laughs> yeah, thin. It like just it's you? it's cut. I think I think they had a I think even for their times they had a little more fortified tent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of the students' belongings and shoes, almost all of the students' belongings and shoes had been left behind. Eight or maybe nine sets of footprints were found. The prints indicated that most of them were wearing only socks. Some were barefoot. And at least one person only had one shoe on. The tracks led away from the pass and into the woods. However, after about 1,600 feet, the prince got covered in snow at the edge of the forest, and then there was no more. So that's weird. That because is weird. even Why? with snow, there would still be tracks. Mm-hmm. It hits a point and it stops. There was evidence of a small fire. And two of the party's bodies were the first ones to be found. Uh, They were, these were another, oh, these were two more guys also named Yuri. There's a total of three Yuris in this story. (laughs) So many Yuris. (laughs) Um, Yuri Dorishkevo and Georgie, a.k.a. Yuri Krivonischenko. Krivonischenko. Sorry, sorry, sorry. (laughs) Pronouncing as best I could. Doesn't matter. The point is we got two more Yuris. Uh, Both were shoeless and dressed only in their underwear. The branches of the pine tree above them were broken in heights up to 16 feet in the air. Were they trying to climb the tree? Or was it something in the trees? Was it something tall? It's really high up to be the only broken branches. Between the tree and the camp, they found three more bodies. Dyatlov, Zenaida Kolmokrova, and Rustam Slobodin, who died perhaps trying to get back to the camp, the camp and tent. There, uh, they were 980 feet, 1,570 feet, and over 2,000 feet away from the tree, respectively. This is very spread out at this point. They were all wearing mismatched or incomplete sets of clothes and footwear. So it was like, she's wearing his coat, he's wearing her shoe. Right, right. Yeah. It took a couple of months to find the last four corpses, all of which suffered traumatic internal injuries, like intense pressure you would see in a car crash. But it was all inside. No external injuries. Nicholas Thibold Brognell had a fractured skull. Alexander, I'm not even going to say the last names. I'm sorry. We're stopped. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> Alexander had crushed ribs. And I found some sources saying his eyes were gone. Oh, interesting. Uh, so I can't confirm that. And some people don't know what that happened post-mortem. This, you know, we don't know. Um, we don't know. And Ludmilla had broken ribs and this is the thing that everybody remembers. She was missing her goddamn tongue. Yeah. Wow. So this is, again, nothing external. This is all inside stuff. Like from the inside out, something happened to these people. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was also as if they had taken clothes from people at the camp at that point, too. They're all mismatched. Zolotov was wearing Dubina's coat and hat. Dubina had on pieces of someone else's clothing and a piece of someone else's wool pants or jacket wrapped around her foot like a makeshift shoe. The clothing from the last four bodies all tested positive for trace amounts of radiation. Trace amounts. 
So these are sub-zero temps, but these are experienced outdoor people. So it is baffling that they would be so neglectful of hypothermia. Doctors thought that that was the cause of death for diet love and some of the others, but there was no indication that any other people were like at this site. Like, so it wasn't like somebody came upon them and did this. And the victims died six to eight hours after they last ate. So that is like, okay, you're eating, you're okay. And then suddenly everybody just fucking like hell breaks loose. Yeah. They probably popped open a Dasani and took a few steps. (laughs) They would be better preserved. (laughs) All that sodium. (laughs) Okay, so... Even in sub-zero temperature, this area is not that harsh. It's not considered especially dangerous. This was basically the equivalent of a seven-mile hike, which is nothing. That's not bad. That's yeah. nothing. I mean, I, I run seven to 13 miles. Like, that's nothing. Possible explanations. Oh, well, let's go. Let's hear it. An avalanche. <laughs> it explains them needing to dress in a hurry and rush in the snow. It does not explain all of the strange details. And most importantly, there was no scientific evidence of an avalanche having taken place. Because that was also, what they why said. why would an avalanche take out that girl's tongue? Very good question, Emma. <laughs> there would be significant signs to the land of an avalanche. Mm-hmm. Um, Dyatlov and Zolotaryov especially were so experienced, they wouldn't have had them in an avalanche zone. They wouldn't have. No matter if they were trying to try slope camping, whatever, they would have been like, no, they they knew better. They knew better than to put them there. But it doesn't matter because there's no fucking evidence of the avalanche. (laughs) Yeah, there wouldn't be footprints in the snow. If there was an avalanche, right? Yeah, exactly. The footprints suggest that there was no running or struggle. Again, if there's an avalanche, there's going to be the footprints would indicate that they ran. A scramble. Yeah. It's eerie to think that the footprints were made by calm individuals walking around with no shoes, missing shoes, socks, or bare feet. Ooh, ooh, I'm uncomfortable. Isn't that a creepy fucking image? (laughs) Not to mention the missing tongue and internal traumas. Do not add up with this theory. However, according to the government, (laughs) the man, that's the official story by most accounts. And people and like people and friends and family always had a problem with that because they're like, it wasn't an avalanche. It clearly was not an avalanche. Mm Mm-hmm. There is something called a catabotic wind, which is a really strong, violent wind. And it's kind of rare. Again, doesn't explain all the strange details. Um, And it's hard to find any evidence that the wind did anything besides rip up the tent. Because remember, all those trees were fine except for the one that had broken branches. So again, that kind of explains like the scramble, but doesn't explain why nothing else was visible to the land. Yeah. My other thought was, like, uh, s- something to do with, like, lightning, like, lightning striking the tree, which is what broke the branch. But the tree would have been scorched. It would have been, yeah, there would be fire, yeah. There's a few oh. more theories, ladies. Let's go. Okay. Infrasound, which is a vortex sheet, makes an infrasound that causes panic and mental distress. Where, what, how does that happen? It's a naturally occurring but rare phenomena. Huh. A vortex sheet makes it. Now, that would also be something that you would think there would have been some evidence that a vortex sheet came through. Mm -hmm. 
Because this isn't like completely unmonitored land or anything. Right. Military testing, including the testing of radiological weapons. Mm -hmm. Maybe they stumbled across it by accident. It's possible the military killed them for a specific reason or on accident and then just staged a bizarre scene. Mm. Which is like conspiracy territory, uh, but, you know, not supernatural. But a lot of people believe that's what happened. It was a cover up job. So this ties into a UFO theory. Yeah, 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 yeah. Another group of student hikers were just 30 miles away from the Diet Love Party. That's so close. That's crazy. But I mean, it's not close, but it's close. Yeah. These other student hikers saw a shining disc the size of the full moon fly over a village. It was surrounded by a blue halo that flashed and the disc lit up the sky. If this was a radiological incident, there would have been more radiation found on the campers than those trace amounts that were found. Mm -hmm. So this just could have been aliens. No, there's not evidence of like something landing or walking as far as aliens are concerned. But we don't know how the aliens got around. It was sucking them up. That's why the footprints disappeared. Now this is an this is an interesting sucking them up, sucking them up like a Dyson. <laughs> this is an interesting phenomenon that I think is really fascinating: paradoxical undressing. What? What? Yeah. Explain. When <laughs> when one gets hypothermia, one starts to remove their clothes. They have no idea why people do this. They are suddenly convinced that they're burning up. So this is a real phenomenon that happens. Yes. Which is so bizarre. It's just something your mind, your body, something's going on in this trauma. Yeah. Yeah. Now, this doesn't account for those in the groups that really like they didn't die from hypothermia. It would work for maybe the two that appeared to have died from hypothermia, but not for everybody. Mm -hmm. And, And in fact... When you actually look at it, it almost appears that people were trying to put on more clothes, mm-hmm. you know, because they're taking right. more and mix and matching and stuff as opposed to paradoxically undressing. Mm-hmm. Um, Something happened. They had to get yeah. out. Well, there's more. Attacked by the native Monsai people. A lot of people like to blame the natives. Of course, right? Like, let's just blame the natives. Uh, however, remember, there was no tracks from other people. And the Mansai were, of course, not prone to just attacking random hikers anyway. <laughs> right. Like that. Right. So they were like a good scapegoat for people. But it's like, that's fucked up. It's racist. and It's a bad argument. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Attacked by an animal. There's no animal tracks. Mm-mm. And most animals wouldn't scare them enough to abandon their tent. Yeah. Like, and, you know, to just like, let's put on all this random crap and run. And I think when you get attacked by an animal, you would have external injuries. Yeah. Not, not internal. Yeah, 100%. Wouldn't make sense. 100%. One more theory. Oh, I'm excited. Two more theories. One. A fight broke out in the group, and this kind of was a result of a, a fight. So there's no evidence to suggest that any of them had any animosity uh, towards each other. There wasn't romance. There was no drugs. The only alcohol that they had was a tiny little flask of um, medicinal use alcohol. So it's like, yeah, I mean, they could have fought and things got weird. But again, there's no indication. They were basically students like but not even they were students but they were just like this is like a club activity they were doing 
Does mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense. Yeah. And the last theory, Yetis. But the there's no tracks. Well, we don't know how Yetis operate. They float, obviously. <laughs> they all float so, down here. I definitely one of my first thoughts was some kind of drug related no thing because they had ingested it all. No, they would have found that in the stomach. They would have found that, yeah. They would have yeah. found that in the stomach. They would have found the blood. They would have found the some evidence of like where the drug was kept, like a mm-hmm. you know, and trace amounts of the drug. Yeah. I also my other thought was like some kind of cult related activity. Like, was there some secret cult thing going on? Right, because like with the, with the drug use thing, it would be like that would have been really shocking to all their friends and family because these are avid outdoors people trying to basically level up. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have gone out there yeah. to do drugs. They went out to party. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with like if they were in a secret cult. I do like that they had it so well hidden from their families mm-hmm. that nobody would have thought and even then it's like how did they inflict all of that upon each other and themselves right right, right exactly um, i vote or did they just spend too much time quarantined together that they all went no crazy? it was days it was just a couple of days <laughs> I-, I mean th- that is actually because that kind of goes into the personal relations theory but they didn't have time mm-hmm. they didn't have time i vote ufos right right you I know, I I love this case so much. I mean, I've, I mean, it's sad. I feel horrible. People died. Yuri, the one that lived, he's still alive. What does he say? What? Well, because he was in college in 1959. So you kind of do that math. And yeah, he's still with us. Um, He's I've read some things that say he's not sure, but I think he's kind of buying the avalanche. But, but I mean, I imagine it's probably just because these were his friends. I don't know if maybe he can even just go there. Yeah. And he so narrowly avoided that fate. Mm-hmm. It probably just freaks him out too much. Yeah, that would freak me out. Wow. Yeah. Um, and like, honestly, I I don't know what happened. I have no idea what happened. Um, I mean, the rational side of me says government cover up. They accidentally killed them or they came across something and then they just staged a really bizarre scene. Yeah. But it still just doesn't quite explain everything. One of the most troubling things is the internal injuries part. Yeah. Because that part just makes no logical sense. Because yeah, I want to know what they were what they were eating. Oh, I mean, it was probably since it was in their stomachs. It's probably you know the equivalent of like granola bars and beef jerky. Yeah, (laughs) you know, it was stuff you could pack up and put in a radioactive beef jerky. (laughs) But they would have found more radiology. And they obviously scanned them because they found some. Okay, I'm coming back to the UFOs. So that camp. The people that were, what, like 30 miles away, you said? Yeah, that saw that bizarre thing. So all of them said they all saw it? What if it was some kind of like asteroid, meteor type of situation? Right, something like not quite paranormal, but an unknown, unexplainable science. Mm -hmm. Just just a rock fell from the sky. But it hovered, they said. They watched it hover. Yes. Over a village. They saw a blue halo that flashed, lit up the sky. And I mean, like, if it's a, if it is an, a UFO or an interdimensional traveler, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking bird box vibes here. Like, mm. we don't know how that could affect Ooh. us. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm a, <laughs> Kelly's heard this, <laughs> I'm a bird box um, creature apologist. <laughs> <laughs> I stand very firmly that the that these are interdimensional travelers and they had no idea 
that they were wrecking havoc on people, that they came through and like our brains can't comprehend it. We can't yeah. comprehend. And they're yeah, just kind of yeah, like, not- the fuck, the fuck. But they're like, where do we go? What do we do? We're stuck here. <laughs> and my favorite yeah. evidence for that is a part where one is trying to really gently lift Mallory's mask mm. and she like pushes it down. It's like really gentle. Yeah. Um, you guys know he's coming out with a sequel. Is he? Are yeah, it's oh Josh Mallerman. It's coming out this summer. It's called Mallory. It's coming out in July. <gasps> and it's he's calling it a bird box novel is the way he's calling it. And it's way, way more in depth with Mallory and yes. her journey. Yes. And also, I think, where she goes from the end. Nice. Oh, my God. Thank That's God. the teaser I got. I'm so By excited. the way, everything he writes is absolutely amazing. Read everything by Josh Mallerman. <laughs> We'll do. Um, we'll do. That's the Diet Law of Pass incident. Man, that's That wild. was – wow. Isn't that crazy? That is insane. That is – It's one of those that any way you turn it, any way you flip it, you're not all the way backed up. Nope. No. I think we got to go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, just – Let's do it. <laughs> Let's go there. <laughs> Let us go to there. Yes. I love going We're going to do the investigation. We're going to demand the Russian government give us all their files. Okay, do people like it, it, do people go to the spot yes. and like take pictures and yeah, stuff? Yeah, people okay. are still so trying like to a, crack it all these years later. want to go Now, there, how much of this is the vibes? They want to They want to see if they can solve it. How much of this is for real and how much is urban legend though that just got twisted out way out of proportion? I mean, the thing is it, it there could always, you know, there's always some room for human error and missed storytelling. Mm-hmm. But um so much of the facts that are so bizarre yeah, and I think bizarre. a lot of that came because of the friends and family search parties, because I think if it had just been like the military, they probably would have just put out a really sanitized version of what they thought happened. But the fact that other people were there and they saw this and they were like, the fuck? And not to mention there was diaries and camera. Yeah. So they could trace some of it, which Oof. that would be a trip to see that footage. Is that not like public? I don't think so. It's Russia, dude. <laughs> dude, that's probably they probably know exactly what happened based on the diaries and the 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 cameras. Yeah, but they're like, oh, it's too okay, much. Well, in, we in can't a scramble we can't let though. It out. Who's gonna? Yeah, if they're scrambling so much, they can't even put their right clothes on. Who's gonna have time to take a picture? I wonder though? if there was just anything in the pictures that could be evidence to tell us what was going okay. on. Okay, steps yeah. towards yeah. what happened. Yeah. And there's been a couple of movies really loosely adapted from this, which I have not seen, including I think it's called Devil's Pass. Devil's Pass. Yeah, but it's really. Call? Uh, I think it's like a mid-aughts situation, but um, it's not very well-reviewed horror film, not really well-received by horror fans, and I think it's like, it's not really accurate or something like that. 2013. Group of students go to the location of the infamous Diet Love Pass incident to make a documentary, but things take a turn for the worse. Ooh. As the secret of what happened there is revealed. You know, I might watch it. (laughs) I might have to watch it anyway. (laughs) Just for funsies. There's to see what they think happened. So many other podcasts and shows have done the Diet Love Pass too. It's a real source of like, oh well, that's a spoiler. God damn it! Perhaps, perhaps. I I was looking at the uh, the poster for it, and I went one over, and it was a full on spoiler. Jesus Christ! Oh, (laughs) the internet. God damn it, IMDb. 
hate well, that. That's what I get, I guess. I, I'm still going to watch it. <laughs> I have to know. <laughs> okay, so here's a thought. What if it was some type of novel virus? Oof. Mm, and maybe... And they couldn't, they just couldn't test for it because they didn't... But then wouldn't the... No. Like the other people that they would have been interacting with before the trip and the people who okay. did the autopsy, like all... Anybody who who oh. interacted with them would also have been infected, right? Right. And it affected people so differently. Mm-hmm. Like the one we got no tongue lady. Yeah. And we got internal injury <laughs> peeps. And then we got kind of what appears to be hypothermia peeps. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that, yeah. it's a great yeah. theory, but um, that would be a really, really bizarre virus. Yeah. To like. And for it to only infect that group. Yeah. And, I mean, unless there was more shit going down other places. I don't know. So do you guys think Yetis it's float? It's all crazy. Yeah, definitely. They float over the snow. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a not as... I hate to say it's not as interesting because it's still sad. There's another weird, bizarre incident called the American Diet Love Pass incident where something kind of similar happened. Oh, and we'll talk oh, about that weird. one day. Um, did you guys okay. ever see the movie Yellow Brick Road? Uh, nope. Oh, okay. It's um, it's not quite like this, but it's also kind of a related phenomenon that I'm obsessed with, which was the Lost Colony of Roanoke. Oh, I love that. You guys know that? Roanoke's very interesting. Yeah. Yellow um, Brick Road, set in 1940? Yeah. It's not set in 1940. Oh, Don't wait. look up too much about Yellow Brick Road. You're going to find more spoilers. Drop oh, it. Right. Drop it, devil. <laughs> Drop it. Drop it. <laughs> it's a cool, bizarre movie. But yeah, that same kind of idea of like people wandering out and like, well, especially Roanoke, we never never found them. Yeah. We had, we had nothing. We got a tree that said Croatoan. That's it. <laughs> and people just <laughs> GTFO. <laughs> Mismatch clothes. I didn't find anybody. <laughs> I love the, um, the, the piece of pant that was tied around that girl's foot that oh my gosh that one's like singed like, my brain was a like, jacket or it pant? makes me think they were all like some kind of mass, mass hysteria hysteria was happening but they were all like it, it, it feels purposeful it feels like there's a reason behind the clothes that they're wearing and how they're wearing them this is i mean this again leads me to an interdimensional or UFO phenomena where mm-hmm. it would make people act really fucking bizarre. Yeah. And could maybe like have people knocked with such a force that they would obtain internal injuries mm-hmm. for some of them. And then the others probably just <laughs> had a heart attack and fell in the snow. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And it was also weird that one where it's so specific, the weird distances those three people were spread out to. Weird little things like that always are like, ooh. And then the fact that there was no running. Yikes, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's just calmly wandering around half nude in someone else's, you know, hat. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, maybe we should get on the Ouija board and try to call them. Yeah, let's take the Ouija board up to Dialoft Pass. How's everybody's Russian? Mine's a little rusty. I can do a great accent, but that's all I got. Well, just call them Yuri and the chances that oh my God. Yuri, are you with us? And you're like, which one? They're going to be one? like, there's so many Yuris. Is this hypothermia Yuri? Is this internal injury Yuri? Which one, the real Yuri. Please stand. Please stand up. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, what an interesting story. Are you, are Thank you guys you. spooked? Was that a good I'm, I'm a little a spooked. Good slumber party? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's good. It's a good one. I mean, it's, it's no Bloody Mary. There's not an interactive element. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, very thought provoking. Very interesting. I like it a lot. Nice. Keep- some great, some great details. Good visuals. Yeah, that tongue, though. <sighs> I don't get that it. tongue. I, get it. I mean, who takes a tongue? I mean, really, it's, that's complicated. I, I think it's that's, alien. That's complex. There, you see the the footprints disappear at the edge of the forest. That's when they got sucked up into the into the uh, <laughs> spacecraft. Sure. That's when they did a bunch of weird tests and shit on them. They did that. Cut out her tongue. They were like, "What's this for? We got to study how they taste things. <laughs> how they speak." And then they just tossed them out. They just tossed them. Yeah. They said, oh, shit. Oh, God. Look what you did. You broke the specimen. You've done too much. Get rid of them. These are very delicate creatures. (laughs) Flush them. Yes. (laughs) And let's go before mom finds out. (laughs) Oh, good times, great oldies. Time. I'll try to find some other stories hey, to share on occasion. You oh guys, God, you yes, guys please. find some stories for me one of these days. Find That's a story great. for the old no, lit witch. Fantastic. For the old lit witch. Is there a story she has not heard? Probably not. <laughs> Let me spin you a yarn. And then I need to be like on a rocking chair peeling an apple while I tell these stories. <laughs> with, a, with, a, with a knife. A knife like a little- and I've got a corn cob pipe just in the corner of my, <laughs> corner of my mouth. <laughs> with your tiny straw hat from Animal Crossing. <laughs> but you know what? I don't smoke and I don't want to promote that. So maybe I'll have like, you know, like a piece of wheat. Oh, yeah, that's better. Mm-hmm. Here you go. A tiny that's sheet good. of wheat. Good. And I'll just it. be like, you'll come around in a story from the Lit Witch now. <laughs> oh, so good. So good. So good. I'll give you a Werther's <laughs> original. <laughs> Ooh, I love those. You love a Werther's? I love a Werther's. <laughs> you know when they get to be really sharp, it's really scary. Yes. They become a tiny little Ooh. knife Ooh. in your tiny mouth. Dagger. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, I swear one time a cough drop sliced my tongue cough drop, or same something. Cough drop, same thing. Because yeah. those things... Yep, they get sharp. It's <laughs> supposed like, to heal you. Like, ooh, I'm going to make a little weapon <laughs> in my mouth. Heal you. Then I'm going to swallow it. I'm going to swallow it. It's going to slice my esophagus all the way down. <laughs> Just got to pray your body temperature melts it a little. <laughs> <laughs> that Ricola. <laughs> That's how she lost her tongue. Oh, she had a cop shit. drop. She sliced it right out of Just her own mouth. Sleep. Sliced it clean. Oh my God. Just. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they're out on the mountain. One guy's like, oh, <laughs> it's got the big horn. <laughs> it's like that horn that's not a didgeridoo. <laughs> it's a didgeridoo. Yeah. Jonathan needs to learn to play that thing. A didgeridoo-don't? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> the, the it's yes. yes, 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 yes. What is it called? A horn of some kind. Horn of plenty. Horn of plenty. That's what we're going to call it. <laughs> Oh my gosh! What fun! Welcome to welcome to Smoky Slumber Party, a brass instrument woodwind <laughs> podcast. You know what I just realized? We never we never said who we were. <laughs> <laughs> That's how we should end oh, this episode. I like that. Let's do it. I like that. An outro. An outro. Introduction. Did you guys have anything else yeah. to share? Any of any musings? My my brain is full of wondering about what the fuck happened. So Mm -hmm. I have nothing else going on in here right now. Both poor Yuri's. 
All six of them. Yeah. <laughs> all, there was nine people. They were all Terry. <laughs> it was a cult. It was a cult. They were came upon by a floating Oh, oh gosh. It really just needed one human tongue, and it all got really out of control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I just want this thing know, to be over. This thing. I want to be over through. for so many about. reasons. Selfishly, so I want us all to be together. Same. I miss y'all. Yep. Yeah. Yep. But, you know, there's the big reasons, too. Emma and I were talking about this, that it's like you have to focus on the trivial things because the big things are just too much. Can't do it. So it's like, what? I can't have, I don't know. <laughs> I I can't go walk around Walmart anymore or, you know, like, <laughs> whatever your big complaint I can't wander aimlessly around Target. Mm-hmm. God damn it. <laughs> Taste all the samples right, at Costco? Right. What the fuck is this? <laughs> This is oh, America this Freedom is Eagle. Freedom Eagle. It's 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 definitely hard. It's like my my catastrophic brain is like, okay, this is this is it. This is how it's going to be forever. It's not never going to be get better. But that's how my brain works, you guys. Can we like works. reroute it like train tracks? Yep. I'm trying. I'm trying. There's a little <laughs> signal man in there, like your <laughs> left, your left. <laughs> Little, little, uh, little engineer. engineer that could redirect the, your mind traffic. <laughs> Got like a little Thomas the Tank. I'm engine. picturing it as the mean fucking guy in that show. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I just want. I want it to be. I love Ringo <laughs> when he was our conductor, and then George Carlin was the yes. conductor, <laughs> and then I'm sure they've replaced them like twelve times at this point. Oh yeah. But Ringo yeah. was the best. What a random fucking thing for Ringo Starr to do. Yeah, seriously. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. I'm just, like, imagining all the projects that came to his door, you know. Like, music producers yeah. calling him up. Movie scripts sliding oh, sure. under the door. You know, contracts. Syndicated radio mail. program. And then... Yeah. And then one day he gets this letter from PBS, the BBC, yeah. or PBS. Pitching, yeah, like you're gonna be a like, tiny magical train conductor. <laughs> and he's like With weird stop motion train puppets because their faces move. Yeah, and they were wild, very creepy looking. Some creepy shit. Some creepy shit. I did like it when I was little, though. I did like it. I did. I did. I'm not gonna lie. I was a fan. Education. I was a fan. Education. Yeah. Shall we wrap this up? Let's put a bow on her. Jump jump in the old Okay, let's bag. do our out introduction time. <laughs> I've been your storyteller, the lit witch, Sandra. <laughs> the, the story spinner. The spinner. <gasps> yeah, the spinner. <laughs> it's a book reference. Shout out to yep. Melissa Albert. Finished the second book, by the way. Oh my gosh, how was it? There'll be a John or John oh episode gosh. coming on part two of the Hazelwood. Oh, shoot, I can't wait. Uh, that's who I am. <laughs> so, yes, so this is Spooky Slumber Party. It is a podcast that tends to lean towards the things of the horror realm. Um, it's It's nostalgic. It's freaky deaky. It's girly and gooly and groovy um yeah we're three (laughs) we're uh we're three gals that live in california fairly near to each other near and feels farther apart these days but really we're still 
wrong. Yeah, that's city. true. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Um, so yeah, so as you, as you heard, our lovely lit witch is our, uh, our resident literary expert. Um, she is, she's been dubbed the Ryan Seacrest of the local horror community. She hosts three shows. (laughs) So it counts. She did not. She did not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, also her name is Yeah, that is me. That's who I am. She didn't catch that. That's her. That's her. I'm Kelly. My, uh, <laughs> I, I've been Kelly. Hi, <laughs> I, 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 I am. I have been, and I hopefully the will scream continue queen. to be. Yes, yeah, so I go by the Scream Queen because I am one of those actor types, and I love acting in horror films, which I have not done for a long time. In the interim, I've been uh, trying to still stay connected in every way that I can. Most recently by writing, I wrote a horror script, which was nominated for a silver script. Write more horror. Um, Write more script. <laughs> that's that's me, Kelly Scream Queen. You can follow me on Instagram at the yeah. Hit Woman. And we got this hi, lovely lady hi, over hello. here. I'm Emma. Derby Devil. Uh, they call me the Derby Devil. And um, what do I do? I play you're the cousin. Derby. You're the you're the cousin to the Jersey Devil. I am cousin of the Jersey Devil <laughs> over on the East Coast. Uh, no, I play roller derby. Uh, I don't right now because everything's canceled. <laughs> nobody, nobody gets any derby. You don't no get gets, derby. Everything no is canceled. Any derby this year. Um, actually, I forgot to tell you guys, it is official that uh, playoffs and champs for uh, women's flat track derby has been canceled this year. Why? So. Yeah, All right. because no one's playing right now, so we have no stats to lead up to uh, with who's going to go to playoffs or who's going to go to champs. So Fuck. Derby's canceled. <laughs> All of Derby's canceled. So hopefully things will open up right. and we can at least play a little normal, just regular scrimmages you know. and practices. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we can still play. There's just not going to be any like big high level derby competitions this year which is bumming everyone out but yeah that sucks um, but there will still be derby when the world opens up again it just won't there just won't be any awards this year (laughs) (laughs) you just don't get a prize (laughs) you you get the the satisfaction of doing a job well done You get a firm handshake <laughs> and 30 seconds uninterrupted eye contact. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, my name's Emma. Follow me on Instagram at Emma Lot with three T's. Oh, That's I'm it. I'm Little Miss Monster, but um, you could just go to Spooky Slumber Party, follow that, and then branch, branch that, off. Go there first. There. Yep. Yep. Yes, I like this there. idea. I like this idea. Yep. Yeah. We're all oh, tagged. Yeah. <laughs> Tag tags <laughs> over here. You guys, I gotta go watch all these videos you sent me and catch up on all these. Yeah, folks. I gotta go watch Una's Honest for today. Yay! Yes. Oh my wait! Oh my god! You guys, I forgot. Jonathan and I started our podcast again. Oh my god! Plug this! Oh my gosh! Plugging! Yeah. I'm plugging now. If you, <laughs> I'm plugging. Sounds so bad. Um, she's if you plugging. like. Did you guys hear Emma's into plugging now? <laughs> plugging what? Um. Uh, John, my husband and I also have a podcast. It's called Red Velvet Seats, and it is a movie podcast. We started it two years ago and then very quickly gave up on it because we were very busy and podcasting is hard and a lot of work, especially if you're trying to put it out weekly. (laughs) Holy shit. 
Um, so Oof. now that shout we're out doing to producer anything, Scott on that note, shout out to our producer Scott, yeah, our hero. Um, so, you know, we're not doing anything. So we had some time. So we were like, Hey, let's start the podcast again. So, and it's scary and not scary, scary and not scary. We cover all genres. Um, we pick a theme for the month and then we watch four movies in that theme. So this month we did, we're doing a 24 films. Yeah. And so we did, uh, eighth grade this last week, the one we most recently released. Um, and then this next week, I think we're going to watch, Either Ladybird, Midsommar, or The Black Coat's Daughter. Those are our three that we're going to do the rest of the month. All all so, good movies. Mm-hmm. I love The Black Coat's Daughter. I did an episode of The Bloodlust about that back in the day. Cool. I'm a, I've never seen it. We watched a trailer, and I was like, let's do it. Osgood Perkins is the director, mm-hmm, and I love mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep. I'm excited. Got excited, people. I'm excited for Red Velvet Seats. Much, Much excited. Excite. Yes, check it out. We're on the podcast app and SoundCloud and then uh, on Instagram as well. Love it. So. Yay! Yay! All right. Love it. Well, good introduction, ladies. <laughs> that was maybe our best good introduction ever. <laughs> the best one yet. You guys, we got to go watch YouTube videos. We got to put time the summer to party YouTube. to bed. Got to go. Got to put some moonish oh, in my honest. <laughs> 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 They're pretty much asking for it with that title. Yeah, for real. No, they really are. That's why we love them. <laughs> we're into plugging. Plugging, pegging. Ooh. <laughs> Butt stuff again. Here we are. <laughs> Hashtag. Again. 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 Oh, I love you guys. Oh. I love you guys. Uh, and I love all of you listening. Thank yes, you for you. joining us for Be good to tale. each other. Take care of each other. Be kind. Wash your hands. Wash your goddamn hands. Stay home. Save Halloween. Mm-hmm. What else should they do, Kelly? Save Halloween. Well, <laughs> uh, you know, since we're all sitting around not doing much, um, now would be a good time to kind of just, you know, maybe lie down, take a little, take a little rest, <laughs> lay your body down on the ground, maybe get your, if you're staying with family or friends. Get them to like kneel Stick around their fingers you. Under you. Place place two fingers <laughs> gingerly underneath your body. Ever so gingerly. Ever so gingerly. And you know, just kinda like slowly start to <laughs> lift your body. And you might find yourself magically levitating, but only if you say the magic words. Which are Lives of Feathers Tiff is aboard. Thank you very much. Love you guys. Spooky Summer Party. Yay! Love you. Summer Party. Yay! Summer Party. Lives of Feathers Tiff is aboard.